0: Welcome, everyone, to another Haven of Horror. New setup. We're back with the great Torgo. Last time you saw us was when we did the Buffy commentary. That's been a couple weeks ago now at this point, I believe. And we're back to discuss a personal favorite of mine. Um, a personal favorite to the point where when I reviewed this on the earlier, it reviewed it twice. So it looks like I watched Trimmers twice, but I didn't. Uh, oh, and we're watching Trimmers. Spoilers. Uh so Noah you said that this is your second viewing um tell us a little bit about tremors
1: See anything? Oh, I didn't realize you were considerable.
0: Well, I can tell by the fact that you called them worms. Uh, They're gruboids, you asshole. (laughs) Spooky space worms.
1: No, there's seven
0: total, so there would be six
1: sequels.
0: (laughs) That lasted 13 episodes. And then another TV show that I'm really sad never got made, because it was going to bring back Kevin Bacon. Yeah, because he's never come back to this
1: franchise.
0: Well, this had to be, well, no, this wouldn't have been too early into his career. Hmm. I wonder if he is ashamed of... if At one point, he was ashamed of this movie. I wonder what he's more ashamed of, this or Friday the 13th.
1: That's because you're a fraud, but it's okay.
0: Um, so, just starting off at the beginning of this movie, I think instantly it kind of hooks your attention. With uh, with Kevin Bacon's character and um, uh, what's his name Earl, I think yeah, Fred Ward, the great Fred Ward. That's um, well, just something me and him do whenever we're like in a voice chat together. It's it's just we can't stop. Um, they have a great chemistry, great chemistry together, and I think that is a big chunk of what carries this. Yeah, and I think this pairs well with our other pick for tonight, Ghostbusters too, uh, because it, both of them are just kind of about like schlubby guys who are thrust into something bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And not, not really taking this seriously Until they know, till, uh, A certain point in the movie Where the stakes escalate This movie also builds on itself wonderfully It's always building to something to Whether it be to that first reveal Which that whole build up to the first reveal Of the Gruboids is wonderful And the monster designs in this movie are Top notch I think for a movie of this Budget and size Because this is a
1: relatively small movie
0: I I will go this far since we're gonna talk about this movie later. I think this movie has aged better than Ghostbusters too. A uh, little little too much c g i in the ghostbusters was well, not good <laughs> we'll get to that um I like how they they take the time to establish little quirks for both of them, uh even if it's something as simple as Earl's quirk is that he's old uh Kevin Bacon has looked at list of things that he wants from a woman. Without thinking of whether or not she's actually like compatible with him, it's all physical, and then I think i i I shouldn't have jumped into voice chat but while I was finishing the movie, but the, they kind of play that like he's kind of falling for her towards the end right that that student or professor <laughs> yeah, so they kind of set that up and paid that off, which was nice um and then the what really helped sell this movie, I think is. Not only those two, but the rest of the cast really makes it perfection, which is the name of the town, feel like a lived in uh you know, backwater shithole city, town. <laughs>
1: And your your favorite was Reba McIntyre.
0: Star of the wild star of the wildly popular sitcom Reba. My aunt watched Reba religiously. We've seen an ungodly amount of that show for some reason. Um but yeah, Reba McIntyre is in this, and she is married to Bert, uh, who, if anybody is unaware, becomes the star of all, all but one sequel. Uh, he is not in the fourth movie because the fourth one is a prequel that takes place in like the 1800s or something. Um, yeah, probably looks like shit because it was made for TV or made for DVD. Um, you've got. Uh, the the wizard guy from Big Trouble in Little China is the shop owner. Um, he's the saddest death. RIP that guy. <laughs> um, Lex from Jurassic Park is in this. I struggle with faces sometimes. So even though I knew that was her, it was hard for me to re- put it together that it was her.
1: Not that far. This
0: is ninety. Jurassic Park is ninety. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, but anyway, so not a huge gap there, but she does obviously look much older in Jurassic Park. And then like we talked about earlier, we found out today that she's 41 and I feel really old. <laughs> um, every day, this kid makes me feel old. Every day. Nah, uh, <laughs> um, and then... And I don't even get to be Kevin Bacon. What the hell? Uh, and yeah. then you've got just the rest of the townsfolk that I can't remember any of their names, but those are the big ones. Cause, and they're people who are bigger named, obviously, you know, with Reba McIntyre and, uh, him. oh, and then you've got the one actress from Twin Peaks. We got to tell our buddy Connor about this movie cause he needs to see it now. Uh. <laughs> Uh, and apparently, that actress is not only in *Twin Peaks*, but she's also in *Eraserhead*.
1: I still got to see that one.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. You know, at a certain point, I stopped memorizing names and just like that—that that person or that person. Um. The build-up to, to throughout this movie is perfect. They don't over-reveal the monster ever. I don't think. I don't go to say for what this movie is trying to be, it's almost perfect. Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean The the third act Most of it's just on the roof of that shop Um Yeah and they
0: decide you know We, we can't stay here which they are proven right Well the store starts to like Sink in on itself Um I don't know if I could survive that situation, cause, shit. Giant worm comes at me and I can't make noise, I'm dead. <laughs> well yeah, I just, if it was the zombies, I'd just trip you. Just get it out of the way. Uh, <laughs> so, who's your, who is your preferred character in this? A favorite character mm-hmm. in their mm-hmm. bunker prepper basement or what. <laughs> yeah, so apparently, um, Bert, no, no Bert, Kevin Bacon's friend, I'm terrible at Apparently, he comes back for two, but without having seen the sequels, we're just throwing shit at the wall here, so to speak. Do you think that the movies could work without that leading force of Kevin Bacon and other guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry, we're going to do a 24-hour marathon All eight of the, all seven of them Commentaries <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just me and you <laughs> oh no you'd be you'd be too captivated by the ass blasters <laughs> no, um, I am curious about the sequels, just like I'm an overly curious person, but knowing that they kind of do away with the ground stuff makes me lose interest. That's my big issue with Nightmare on Elm Street too is I don't care about Freddy in the real world. I care about Freddie in the dream world. That's where he's cool. That's where, you know. Um, but maybe I'll give him a shot one day. I don't even know if they're easy to find now.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they cost some money. Yeah. The, per- the point.
0: Yeah, like it's what I really like about it, and what is brilliant, brilliant to making this a horror movie, not just a comedy, is there is something tense about having to try to not make movies. This
1: is the original Quiet Place. <laughs> Those bastards ripped them off and just took the comedy out. Pretty good. Not great, but good.
0: So I remember exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to interject for just a second. They don't kill it. They trick it into killing itself. And I love the reveal because these things are fucking dumb. They have like no sense of self-preservation. Hilarious. (laughs) Well, because they can't see it. It's not making any noise. Uh, And I like that because that adds that humorous bit to what would otherwise probably be a dark scene of, you know, them running from those monsters. These monsters are dumb.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But it's also glorious because
0: it, like, explodes... And they were smart uh, to take a page out of the Rainy Hand book and use different colors of blood, notably orange blood. Well, and I was getting some, I'm glad that I mentioned that as well because I forgot about this. Uh, I was getting some rainy vibes from this too. The way they use tracking shots to serve as the worm when it's underground. Yeah. Okay, so I'm curious because I forgot to look. Who did direct this film? You did just... You motherfucker. Nah, it's okay, I've got the I've got the thing here. Um so the you said this was your second time watching it. And I mentioned before that I remember seeing this on cable. Uh when did you first see it? Oh, this guy directed your favorite movie. Huh? Santa, Santa Baby 2. <laughs> now, uh, so to give clarification to my earlier thing, this was directed by uh, Ron Underwood, who went on to direct... Mighty Joe Young and the Adventures of Pluto Nash. And then went to direct the Santa Baby movies, starring Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, I remember when this was coming out. It is noted for being one of the biggest box office bombs. Ooh. It made it made seven million in a budget of a hundred million. That's embarrassing. Anyway, we're totally up track. Uh <laughs> I enjoyed that little discussion of just Noah and I catching because 'cause it's been a few days. Uh so Noah, do you have any anything else that you feel is vital to mention with terms? it's not a deep movie plus we've got a whole other movie to review If you're like the great Canadian co-host who'll be joining us for Ghostbusters 2 and has never seen Tremors, watch Tremors. I feel like he'd love this movie. Uh, I think that's another movie you could co- kind of compare it to is like Gremlins, um, or, or like we mentioned, Ghostbusters. Um, so in the interest of time, because I want to give us enough time to have, talk about Ghostbusters 2, I feel like there's going to be more discussion there. Sorry, Trimmers, I loved watching you, but you're not a very deep or complicated movie. I'm going to go ahead and go straight to the rating I give this, which I'm going to give it a 4.5. I think it excels in everything it's doing, and it's doing things that 10 out of 10, would watch again. Well, Torgo, Noah, whatever, uh, thank you for joining me for this. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. We've got to find more stuff for us to just do videos about. You know, this is the first solo review we've done. To- and it's for Tremors. <laughs> we did the commentary on Buffy. I might bring you back for that Buffy review at some point. That would make you watch it again. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll do with the other thing we have planned. Secrets. Be such a weird combination. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. Uh, Torgo, thank you for being here. I'm excited to talk about Ghostbuster 2. Uh, and we will see you guys next time.
1: Peace out.